Part One, Chapter Eleven A of the History of the Devil. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The History of the Devil by Daniel Defoe. Part One, Chapter Eleven A of god's calling a church out of the midst of a degenerate world and of satan's new measures upon that incident how he attacked them immediately and his success in those attacks satan having as i have said in the preceding chapter made as it were a full conquest of mankind debauched them all to idolatry and brought them at least to worshipping the true god by the wretched medium of corrupt and idolatrous representations god seemed to have no true servants or worshippers left in the world but if i may be allowed to speak so was obliged in order to restore the world to their senses again to call a select number out from among the rest who he himself undertook should own his godhead or supreme authority and worship him as he required to be worshipped this i say god was obliged to do because tis evident it has not been done so much by the choice and counsel of men for satan would have overruled that part as by the power and energy of some irresistible and invincible operation and this our divines give high names to but be it what they will it is the second defeat or disappointment that the devil he met with in his progress in the world the first i have spoken of already it is true satan very well understood what was threatened to him in the original promise to the woman immediately after the fall namely thou shalt bruise his head etc but he did not expect it so suddenly but thought himself sure of mankind till the fullness of time when the messiah should come and therefore it was a great surprise to him to see that abraham being called was so immediately received and established though he did not so immediately follow the voice that directed him yet in him in his loins was all god's church at that time contained in the calling abraham it is easy to see that there was no other way for god to form a church that is to say to single out a people to himself as the world was then stated but by immediate revelation and a voice from heaven all mankind was gone over to the enemy overwhelmed in idolatry in a word were engaged to the devil god almighty or as the scripture distinguishes him the lord the true god was out of the question mankind knew little or nothing of him much less did they know anything of his worship or that there was such a being in the world well might it be said the lord appeared to abraham genesis seven seven for if god had not appeared himself he must have sent a messenger from heaven and perhaps it was so for he had not one true servant or worshipper that we know of then on earth to send on that errand no prophet no preacher of righteousness noah was dead and had been so above seventeen year and if he had not his preaching as i observed after his great miscarriage had but little effect we are indeed told that noah left behind him certain rules and orders for the true worship of god which were called the precepts of noah and remained in the world for a long time though how written when neither any letters much less writing were known in the world is a difficulty which remains to be solved this makes me look upon those laws called the precepts of noah to be a modern invention as i do also the alphabetum noachi which bochart pretends to give an account of 
but to leave that fiction and come back to abraham god called him whether at first by voice without any vision whether in a dream or night vision which was very significant in those days or whether by some awful appearance we know not the second time tis indeed said expressly god appeared to him be it which way it will god himself called him showed him the land of canaan gave him the promise of it for his posterity and withal gave him such a faith that the devil soon found there was no room for him to meddle with abraham this is certain we do not read what the devil ever so much as attempted abraham at all some will suggest that the command abraham to go and offer up his son isaac was a temptation of the devil if possible to defeat the glorious work of god's calling a holy seed into the world for the first if abraham had disobeyed that call the new favorite had been overcome and made a rebel of or secondly if he had obeyed then the promised seed had been cut off and abraham defeated but as the text is expressed that god himself proposed it to abraham i shall not start the suggestions of the critics in bar of the sacred oracle be it one way or other abraham showed a hero-like faith and courage as if the devil had been the author of it he had seen himself disappointed in both his views one by abraham's ready and bold compliance as believing it to be god's command and two by the divine countermand of the execution just as the fatal knife was lifted up but if the devil left abraham and made no attack upon him seeing him invulnerable he made himself amends upon the other branch of his family his poor nephew lot who notwithstanding he was so immediately under the particular care of heaven as that angel who was sent to destroy sodom could do nothing till he was out of it and who though after he had left zoar and was retired into a cave to dwell yet the subtle devil found him out deluded his two daughters took an advantage of the fright they had been in about sodom and gomorrah made them believe the whole world was burnt too as well as those cities and that in short they could never have any husbands etc and so in their abundant concern to repeople the world and that the race of mankind might not be destroyed they go and lie with their own father the devil telling them doubtless how to do it by intoxicating his head with wine in all which story whether they were not as drunk as their father seems to be a question or else they could not have supposed all the men in the earth were consumed when they knew that the little city zoar had been preserved for their sakes this now is the third conquest satan obtained by the gust of human appetite that is to say once by eating and twice by drinking or drunkenness and still the last was the worst and most shameful for lot however his daughters managed him could not pretend he did not understand what the strength of wine was and one would have thought after so terrible a judgment as that of sodom was which was as we may say executed before his face his thoughts should have been too solemnly engaged in praising god for sparing his life to be made drunk and that two nights together but the devil played his game sure he set his two daughters to work and as the devil's instruments seldom fail so he secured his by that hellish stratagem of deluding the daughters to think all the world was consumed but they two and their father to be sure the old man could not suspect that his daughter's design was so wicked as indeed it was or that they intended to debauch him with wine and make him drink 
till he knew not what he did now the devil having carried his game here gained a great point for as there were but two religious families in the world before from whence a twofold generation might be supposed to rise religious and righteous like their parents viz that of abraham and this of lot this crime ruined the hopes of one of them it could no more be said that just lot was in being who vexed his righteous soul from day to day with the wicked behavior of the people of sodom righteous lot was degenerated into drunken incestuous lot lot fallen from what he was to be a wicked and unrighteous man no pattern of virtue no reprover of the age but a poor fallen degenerate patriarch who could now no more reprove or exhort but look down and be ashamed and nothing to do but to repent and see the poor mean excuses of all the three eve says the serpent beguiled me and i did eat noah says my grandson beguiled me or the wine beguiled me and i did drink lot says my daughters beguiled me and i also did drink it is observable that as i said above noah was silenced and his preaching at an end after that one action so the like may be said of lot and in short you never hear one word more of either of them after it as for mankind both were useless to them and as to themselves we never read of any of their repentance nor have we much reason to believe they did repent from this attack of the devil upon lot we hear no more of the devil being so busily employed as he had been before in the world he had indeed but little to do for all the rest of the world was his own lulled asleep under the witchcraft of idolatry and are so still but it could not be long that the devil lay idle as soon as god called himself a people the devil could not be at rest till he attacked them wherever god sets up a house of prayer the devil always builds a chapel there abraham indeed went off the stage free and so did isaac too they were a kind of first-rate saints we do not so much read of any failing they had or of anything the devil had ever the face to offer to them nor or with jacob either if you will excuse him for beguiling his brother esau of both his birthright and his blessing but he was busy enough with all his children for example he sent judah to his shepherd shearing and placed a whore tamar in his way in the posture of temptation so made him commit incest and whoredom both together he sent incestuous reuben to lie with his father's concubine billa he sent dina to the ball to dance with the shimeite ladies and play the whore with their master he enraged simeon and levi at the supposed injury and then prompted them to revenge for which their fathers heartily cursed them he set them all together to fall upon poor joseph first to murder him intentionally and then actually sell him to the medianites he made them show the party-coloured coat and tell a lie to their father to make the poor old man believe joseph was killed by a lion etc he sent potiphar's wife to attack joseph's chastity and filled her with rage at the disappointment he taught joseph to swear by the life of pharaoh in a word he debauched the whole race except benjamin and never man had such a set of sons so wicked and so notorious after so good an introduction into the world as they all had of them to be sure for jacob no doubt gave them as good instruction as the circumstances of his wandering condition would allow him to do 
we must now consider the devil and his affairs in a quite differing situation when the world first appeared peopled by the creating power of god he had only adam and eve to take care of and i think he played his time with them to purpose enough after the deluge he had noah only to pitch upon and quickly conquered him by the instigation of his grandson at the building of babel he guided them by their acting all in a body as one man so that in short he managed them with ease taking them as a body politic and we find they came into his snare as one man but now the children of israel multiply in the land of their bondage and god seeming to show a particular concern for them the devil was obliged to new measures stand at a distance and look on for some time the egyptians were plagued even without his help nor though the cunning artist as i said stood and looked on yet he durst not meddle nor could he make a few lice the least and meanest of the armies of insects raised to afflict the egyptians however when he perceived that god resolved to bring the israelites out he prepared to attend them to watch them and be at hand upon all the wicked occasions that might offer as if he had been fully satisfied such occasions would offer and that he should not fail to have an opportunity to draw them into some snare or another and that therefore it was his business not to be out of the way but to be ready as we say to make his market of them in the best manner he could how many ways he attempted them nay how many times he conquered them in their journey we shall see presently first he put in them a fright at baal zephon where he thought he had drawn them into a noose and where he sent pharaoh and his army to block them up between the mountains of piharath and the red sea but there indeed satan was outwitted by moses so far as it appeared to be a humane action for he little thought of their going dry-footed through the sea but depended upon having them all cut in pieces the next morning by the egyptians an eminent proof by the way that the devil has no knowledge of events or any insight into futurity nay that he is not so much as a second sight or knows to-day what his maker intends to do to-morrow for had satan known that god intended to ford them over the sea if he had not been able to have prevented the miracle he would certainly have prevented the escape by sending out pharaoh and his army time enough to have taken the strand before them and so have driven them to the necessity of travelling on foot round the north point of that sea by the wilderness of eton where he would have pursued and harassed them with his cavalry and in all probability have destroyed them but the blind short-sighted devil perfectly in the dark and unacquainted with futurity knew nothing of the matter was as much deceived as pharaoh himself stood still flattering himself with the hopes of his booty and the revenge he should take upon them the next morning till he saw the frightened waves in an uproar and to his utter astonishment and confusion saw the passage laid open and moses leading his vast army in full march over the dry space nay even then tis very probable satan did not know that if the egyptians followed them the sea would return upon and overwhelm them for i can hardly think so hard of the devil himself that if he had he would have suffered much less prompted pharaoh to follow the chase at such an expense so that either he must be an ignorant and unforeseeing devil or a very ungrateful false devil to his friends the egyptians i am inclined also to the more charitable opinion of satan too because of the escape of the israelites was really a triumph over himself 
for the war was certainly his or at least he was auxiliary to pharaoh it was a victory over hell and egypt together and he would never have suffered the disgrace if he had known it beforehand that is to say though he could not have prevented the escape of israel or the dividing the water yet he might have warned the egyptians and cautioned them not to venture in after them but we shall see a great many weak steps taken by the devil in the affairs of this very people and their forty years wandering in the wilderness and though he was in some ways successful and wheedled them into many foolish and miserable murmurings and wranglings against god and, and mutinies against poor moses yet the devil was oftentimes balked and disappointed and tis for this reason that i choose to finish the first part of his history with the particular relation of his behavior among the jews because also we do not find any extraordinary things happening anywhere else in the world for above one thousand five hundred years no variety no revolutions all the rest of mankind lay still under his yoke quietly submitted to his government did just as he bade them worshipped every idol he set up and in a word he had no difficulty with any body but the jews and for this reason i say this part of the story will be the more useful and instructing to return therefore to moses and his dividing the red sea that the people went over or through it that we have the sacred history for but how the devil behaved that you must come to me for or i know not where you will find a true account of it at least not in print one it was in the night they marched through whether the devil saw it in the dark or no that's not my business but when he had daylight for it and viewed the next day's work i make no question but all hell felt the surprise the prey being thus snatched out of their hands unexpectedly tis true the egyptian's host was sent to him in their room but that was not what he aimed at for he was sure enough of them his own way and if it was not just at that time yet he knew what and who they were but as he had devoured the whole israelitish host in his imagination to the tune of at least a million and a half souls men women children it was no doubt a great disappointment to the devil to miss of his prey and to see them all triumphing on the other side in safety it is true satan's annals do not mention this defeat for historians are generally backward to register their own misfortunes but as we have an account of the facts from other hands so as we cannot question the truth of it the nature of the thing will tell us it was a disappointment to the devil and a very great one i cannot but observe here that i think this part of the devil's story very entertaining because of the great variety of incidents which appear in every part of it sometimes he is like a hunted fox corvetting and counter-running to avoid his being pursued and found out while at the same time he is carrying on his secret designs to draw the people he pretends to manage into some snare or other to their hurt at another time though the comparison is a little too low for his dignity like a monkey that has done mischief and who making his own escape sits and chatters at a distance as if he had triumphed in what he had done so satan when he had drawn them in to worship a calf to offer strange fire to set up a schism and the like and so bring the divine vengeance upon them leaving them in their distress kept at a distance as if he looked on with satisfaction to see them burnt swallowed up swept away and the like as the several stories relate his indefatigable vigilance is on the other hand a useful caveat 
as well as an improving view to us no sooner is he routed and exposed defeated and disappointed in one enterprise but he begins another and like a cunning gladiator warily defends himself and boldly attacks his enemy at the same time thus we see him up and down conquering and conquered through this whole part of his story till at last he receives a total defeat of which you shall hear in its place in the meantime let us take up his story again at the red sea where he received a great blow instead of which he expected a complete victory for doubtless the devil and the king of egypt too thought of nothing but conquest at piriaroth however though the triumph of the israelites over the egyptians must needs be a great mortification to the devil and exasperated him very much yet the consequence was only this viz that satan like an enemy who is balked and defeated but not overcome redoubles his rage and reinforces his army and what the egyptians could not do for him he resolves to do for himself in order then to take his opportunity for what mischief might offer being defeated and provoked i say at the slur that was put upon him he resolves to follow them into the wilderness and many a vile prank he played them there as first he straightens them for water and makes them murmur against god and against moses within a very few days nay hours of their great deliverance of all nor was this but in less than one year more we find them at his instigation too setting up a golden calf and making all the people dance about it at mount sinai even when god himself had but just before appeared to them in the terrors of a burning fire upon the top of the mountain and what was the pretense truly nothing but they had lost moses who used to be their guide and he had hid himself in the mount and had not been seen in forty days so that they could not tell what was become of him this put them all into confusion a poor pretense indeed to turn them all back to idolatry but the watchful devil took the hint pushed the advantage and insinuated that they should never see moses again that he was certainly devoured by venturing too near the flashes of fire in the mount and presuming upon the liberty he had taken before in a word that god had destroyed moses or he was starved to death for want of food having been forty days and forty nights absent all these were it's true in themselves most foolish suggestions considering moses was admitted to the vision of god and that god had been pleased to appear to him in the most intimate manner that as they might depend god would not destroy his faithful servant so they might have concluded he was able to support his being without food as long as he thought fit but to a people so easy to believe anything what could be too gross for the devil to persuade them to a people who could dance round a calf and call it their god might do anything that could say to one another that this was the great jehovah that brought them out of the land of egypt and that within so few days after god's miraculous appearance to them and for them i say such a people were really fitted to be imposed upon nothing could be too gross for them this was indeed his first considerable experiment upon them as a people or as a body and the truth is his affairs required it for satan who had been a successful devil in most of his attempts upon mankind could hardly doubt his success in anything after he had carried his point at mount sinai to bring them to idolatry in the very face of their deliverer and just after their deliverance it was more astonishing in the man that even their passing the red sea in a word the devil's whole history does not furnish us with a story equally 
surprising and how was poor aaron bewildered in it too he that was moses's partner in all the great things that moses did in pharaoh's sight and that was appointed to be his assistant and oracle or orator rather upon all public occasions that he above all the rest should come into this absurd and ridiculous proposal he that was singled out for the sacred priesthood for him to defile his holy hands with a polluted abominable sacrifice and with making the idol for them too for tis plain that he made it how monstrous it was and see what an answer he gives to his brother moses how weak how simple i did so and so indeed i bade them bring the earrings etc and i cast the gold into the fire and it came out this calf ridiculous as if the calf came out by mere fortuitous adventure without a mould to cast it in which could not be supposed and if it had not come out so without a mould moses would certainly have known of it had aaron been innocent he would have answered after quite another manner and told moses honestly that the whole body of the people came to him in a fright that they forced him to make an idol which he did by making first a proper mould to cast it in and then taking the proper metal to cast it from that indeed he had sinned in so doing but that he was mobbed into it and the people terrified him perhaps they threatened to kill him and if he had added that the devil prompting his fear beguiled him he had said nothing but was certainly true for if it was in satan's power to make the people insolent and outrageous enough to threaten and bully the old venerable prophet for he was not yet a priest who was the brother of their oracle moses and had been partner with him in so many of his commissions i say if he could bring up the passions of the people to a height to be rude and unmannerly to him aaron and perhaps to threaten and insult him he may be easily supposed to be able to intimidate aaron and terrify him into compliance see this cunning agent when he has man's destruction in his view how securely he acts he never wants a handle the best of men have one weak place or other and he always finds it out takes the advantage of it and conquers them by one artifice or another only take it with you as you go tis always by stratagem never by force a proof that he is not empowered to use violence he may tempt and he does prevail but tis all ledger domain tis all craft and artifice he is still diabole the calumniator and deceiver that is the misrepresenter he misrepresents man to god and misrepresents god to man also he misrepresents things he puts false colours and then manages the eye to see them with an imperfect view raising clouds and fogs to intercept our sight in short he deceives all our senses and imposes upon us the things which otherwise would be the easiest to discern and judge of this indeed is in part the benefit of the devil's history to let us see that he has used the same method all along and that ever since he has had anything to do with mankind he has practised upon them with stratagem and cunning also tis observable that he has carried his point better that way than he would have done by fury and violence if he had been allowed to make use of it for by his power indeed he might have laid the world desolate and made a heap of rubbish of it long ago but as i have observed before that would not have answered his ends half so well for by destroying men he would have made martyrs and sent abundance of good men to heaven who would much rather have died than yielded to serve him 
and as he aimed to have it to fall down and worship him i say he would have made martyrs and that not a few but this was none of satan's business his design lies quite another way his business is to make men sin not to make them suffer to make devils of them not saints to delude them and draw them away from their maker not send them away to him and therefore he works by stratagem not by force we are now come to a story as it relates to the jewish church in the wilderness and to the children of israel and their travelling circumstances and this was the first scene of public management that the devil had upon his hands in the world for as i have said till now he dealt with mankind either in their separate condition one by one or else carried all before him engrossing whole nations in his systems of idolatry and overwhelming them in an ignorant destruction but having now a whole people as it were snatched away from him taken out of his government and which was still worse having a view of a kingdom being set up independent of him and superior to his authority it is not to be wondered at if he endeavoured to overthrow them in the infancy of their constitution and tried all possible arts to bring them back into his own hands again he found them not only carried away from the country where they were even in his clutches surrounded with idols and where we have reason to believe the greatest part of them were polluted with the idolatry of the egyptians for we do not read of any state at worship which they had of their own or if they did worship the true god we scarce know in what manner they did it they had no law given them nothing but the covenant of circumcision and even moses himself had not strictly observed that till he was frightened into it we read of no sacrifices among them no feasts were ordained no solemn worship appointed and how or in what manner they performed their homage we know not the passover was not ordained till just after their coming away so that there was not much religion among them at least that we have any account of and we may suppose the devil was pretty easy with them all the while they were in the house of their bondage but now to have a million of people fetched out of his hands as it were all at once and to have the immediate power of heaven engaged in it and that satan saw evidently god had singled them out in a miraculous manner to favour them and call them his own this alarmed him at once and therefore he resolves to follow them lay close siege to them and take all the measures possible to bring them to rebel against and disobey god that he might be provoked to destroy them and how near he went to bring it to pass we shall see presently end of part one chapter eleven a